I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Thanks for being here with me for this episode of the podcast called Protect Your Team from their mistakes. This is an absolutely counterintuitive management process, but it's something that as you shift from transactional to transformational management, you must or transactional management to transformational leadership, you must protect your team from their mistakes. So let's review what transactional and transformational are. So transactional management is when you are telling people on your team what to do, checking that it got done, and telling them what to do again. It is excruciating. It feels like constraint. It makes it hard to have a team. It makes it hard to get people clear on what you really want because it, it, it we literally are trying to tell people exactly what to do instead of having them help us build the company. Now, the shift from transactional where you tell people what to do, check if it got done, and tell them what to do again, which again, will grind you down. The shift is you give people clear outcomes of what you want in your business. You give people clear outcomes of, of what it is you want from them. Then you coach success as they go forward, and then you get leverage results. So you go from to-do, done to-do, to clear outcomes, coach success, and get leveraged results. That is the way that you totally transform not just your company, not just your business, but your team as well. And you as a leader will completely and totally transform as you do this because you will be constantly and consistently coaching your team and understanding because you're going to want to know what their plan is. You give them a clear outcome and say, well, tell me how you're going to get there. Then you can coach their success. And this is how you teach people in your organization to duplicate your decision making. As you grow a business, one of the commodities you must have is that your team can duplicate your decision-making. The more time you spend in transformational leadership, coaching success, the more you show your team, those around you, to duplicate your decision-making. This is how businesses grow fast. But when you do this, when you give people clear outcomes and you coach success and you get leverage results, you go, you are going to have mistakes. People are going to make mistakes and, and it will seem like there's a point in time in your company where it feels like people are mistake, making mistakes all the time. And here's what the average entrepreneur does when that happens is when they get into this place where the growth is so high that there's mistakes being made, they get upset, they get frustrated, they get irritated, they start taking it out on their team. I can tell you I did this. 
Oh, man, it's so painful to admit on a podcast like this, but you know, I, I've run businesses my whole career that have scaled and grown really fast. And I have helped entrepreneurs do the same thing, scale and grow businesses really fast. And the challenge with that is, is the faster you're growing your organization, the more headwind that you're creating, the more you're going to break. Like literally, you are expanding the organization and you're going to find breaks every time you expand. So the faster you're growing, the more breaks there are, the more mistakes there are. And I just didn't realize this early in my career. I, w I expected everybody to be perfect. And <clears throat> I didn't realize that I had to protect my team from their mistakes until maybe, maybe five or six years ago when I had this breakthrough. I was running a team of almost 100 people with Katie, and I realized that people were making mistakes all the time. And what was happening was anybody who made a mistake, like, I was upset with them. Then usually somebody in leadership was upset with them. And if it was a leader, I was upset with the leader. And then what started happening was people weren't telling me what was going on anymore. I wasn't hearing what was happening anymore. You know, I wasn't hearing where the mistakes were. And I realized I had to make a dynamic change because I had made people afraid to admit that they made a mistake. I'd taken it all the way to the other side where, you know, if you're in a business and people won't tell you where the problems are, you become the emperor wearing the new clothes. You know the story of the emperor wearing the new clothes where the tailors made, them, made him so many different sets of clothes that finally they just left him naked and told him how great it was? Well, if you're in a business and people don't tell you where the breaks are, you're that person who's standing there naked and vulnerable. The most vulnerable person in the room is the entrepreneur in charge. And so the, the commodity you have is for people to tell you where the issues are. There's this saying, the stronger the breeze, the stronger the breeze, or so, the stronger the trees. Because when the wind blows through trees, it often bends and breaks them, and trees strengthen at the breaks. Well, companies don't naturally strengthen at the breaks. Companies naturally get worse at the breaks. They fall apart at the breaks. They, they don't fix the breaks most of the time. That's why so many companies go out of business. So when there's a mistake made in your company, one, one, when one of your team members makes a, has an error, go protect them. Let me give you an example of a time where I think I did this well. <laughs> I could give you dozen, dozens of examples of the times that I did this horribly and the fallout that it caused. But a time that I did this well was I was in my office and it was right around the time we had, it was peak, peak number of team members, around 90. And um, I had my CTO come in and tell me that one of our writers um, had just sent an unsubscribe email to our entire email list. Now, he didn't just send an, uh, and I said, no, he said, he said, he sent an email with the unsubscribe link to our entire database. And I was like, well, who cares? Every email we sent out has an unsubscribe link. What do you mean? And he said, no. All he sent was the unsubscribe link. So we sent an email to everyone who was paying us, telling them to unsubscribe from our list. It was horrible. And my instinct, I knew who the writer was, um, an amazing writer that had done great things for our company. And this was a mistake of, you know, we're going very fast. And 
you make a massive mistake like this. I knew he didn't do it on purpose. I knew there was no malintent whatsoever because I knew him. He was he was part of my team. So I jumped up, ran across the building, and went over, and I walked into his cubicle, and the first thing I said was, hey, this could have happened to anybody. Stop beating yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. We'll figure this out. And we did. You know, I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's it's so important here. This happened like this week. Uh, you know, I, when a mistake comes up, Justin, who work, help, helps me with this podcast and make sure it sound right, sounds right and gets it uploaded. Um, this week, we had two days where for some reason, the podcast didn't upload first thing in the morning. We had to catch it when we got up in the morning. And the second day that it happened, I left Justin a voicemail and I was like, hey, man, don't beat yourself up. I know that you're, you probably are. The podcast isn't up. I know you're trying. There's some type of a technical thing. Like both times we've, it's been a technical issue we didn't understand. And, but the, you know, that I, I, I try to respond that way before I know what really happened because I make the assumption that there's no way he did it on purpose. And let's say that it's a really bad, really dumb mistake, like really something terrible. Well, I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm not going to beat him up any more than than he's beating himself up. Because here's what happens. When you hire true believers and they make a mistake, they're beating themselves up. The writer who sent the unsubscribe link, he believed in he believed in me. I know he did. I, I felt it all the time. He believed in what we were doing. He believed in our clients. He believed in the mission our company was on. And when he sent that email and he figured out what he had done, here's what I know he was feeling. I know he was feeling that he hurt the team. And that he hurt our mission and he hurt our clients and that he was, you know, beating himself. And, and here's how I know he was beating himself up because I walked over and I said, hey, this could have happened to any of us. I don't want you beating yourself up. We're going to figure this out. And he turned to me and said, are you kidding? I thought I was going to have to resign. And I said, how could we, like, why would you ever resign over something like this? Like we are going fast. We're growing. We our company was number twenty one on the Inc. five hundred list. We were the twenty first fastest growing company in the United States. We were doing things that had never been done before, and mistakes are going to happen. And so I I did everything I could to protect him from his mistake this week with Justin. Everything I could to protect him from his mistake. To, to, because here's what here's what you know we don't understand as as entrepreneurs, as operators, as the people who we don't report to anyone. We don't understand the pressure and the fear and the pain of having someone that you really want to do well for and having someone that you respect and having someone you believe in and then doing something where you feel like you've let them down. We all know that feeling, but we don't know the feeling of having it when it's someone in charge of us. Someone who's like, who judges us because it's part of their position. And I think we all have to understand that for people like us, you've heard me say this before, and I always will, when we're running a business, when we're growing the team, if you're shifting from transactional to transformational, you will be seen through a microscope and heard through a megaphone. Your team will really look at what you do and they will, they will behave off of what you do. And they will hear everything that you say amplified a million times. So if you plan on working with someone for a while, like I did, the the writer, his, you know what? I feel like I'm like hiding who it is. His name's Ryan Shuhart, and he's one of the best writers I've ever worked with. And he's an incredible entrepreneur and father and husband. And I have like a tremendous amount of respect for him. And he made a mistake one day. Who cares? 
And what I knew was I wanted to keep working with Ryan. Like I didn't want him going anywhere. I didn't want anything to happen to our relationship. He had our voice down. He was writing incredible stuff for us. It was, you know, something that I wanted to continue happening. And so I went over and, and made sure that what was heard through the megaphone was you're okay and there's nothing wrong with you and we're going to fix this and stop beating yourself up because when you hire true believers, you don't have to get upset with them. You don't have to yell and scream at them. You just protect them from their mistakes and they will stay true believers and they will lean in harder You'll find that when you do this, if you treat your team this way, like you will have to tell them to go home. You will have to ask them to leave. You will have to tell them not to burn out. You'll have to tell them to stop answering emails, you know, first thing in the morning because they should get up and go for a walk like you do. Because when you allow true believers who are in the right position to make mistakes Here's what happens. You give them clear outcomes, coach success, and you'll get leverage results. But what happens is when they're allowed to make mistakes, when they feel confident that they can try, when they feel confident that they can put themselves at risk, when they feel confident being vulnerable, they're going to go after the outcomes in a completely different way. And so whenever a team member makes a mistake, I want you to start seeing if you can make your role to protect that team member from the mistake. And here's how you walk them out of it. One, you make sure they're okay. Like I did with, with Ryan. Like, Ryan, hey, this could have happened to any of us. Do not beat yourself up. Like, brother, you are fine. We're going to fix this. You know, we'll put customer service, keep making calls. We'll do what we have to do. But this is not a, as big a deal. You know, it's not a big enough deal for you to beat yourself up over. Because, like, the longer he's beating himself up, the less productive he is for us. Let's get right back to it, guys. Two, um, ask some questions about what happened. And we did. You know, it was like, what happened, Ryan? And we started talking about it. And we were doing things really fast. And there was a couple things in our system we didn't have a written process for that we were doing all the time. And because there wasn't a process being followed, a mistake was made. So one, you make sure that your team member's okay. Two, you ask questions about what happened, maybe even after you give them a little time to calm down. And then three, you create a process around the mistake or around the break. And see, the stronger the breeze, the stronger the trees, because trees heal at the breaks naturally. Now, in a fast growth company, you're creating a strong headwind. That's a strong breeze. The way that you cause a company to heal at the breaks is you let your team make mistakes. You make sure that it's taken care of when they bring it up and, and you help them walk out of it and you create process around the mistake and everything in your business will change. We have a saying in our company, if there's a problem, it's the process, not the person. And the person who has to use that as a mantra most often is me because I'm like any other entrepreneur. I can flip on a coin and get, I have a temper, I get upset, I get frustrated, I get, you know, I feel like people aren't taking things seriously, I get annoyed, and then I have to remind myself, the people that I work with today believe in my mission just as much as I do. The people I work with today want to see Katie and I succeed just as much as we want to. And the people who are with us today, the people we work with today are in this with us for the results that we're creating for our clients. And so I protect them from their mistakes. I make sure that they feel comfortable being vulnerable. I make sure that they know how much it means to me when they tell me that something was wrong 
And if you're growing a fast growth business, this is the only way to ensure you don't become the emperor walking around naked. Let your team make mistakes. Let them tell you where the challenges are and your entire business will start to create even more momentum than you thought possible. And if you're an entrepreneur that has a million dollar plus business, congratulations. You've made it to only where you made it to where less than 4% of entrepreneurs ever make it. I used to say three, but the numbers adjusted. It's less than 4% of entrepreneurs or businesses ever get to $1 million. So if you've gotten there, congratulations. But if it's starting to feel like you don't know what to do next, or you don't know really how to build the team around you, or it's starting to feel like everything's breaking at once and you just want to go back to when it was easier, resist that urge. Because you've done something that very few entrepreneurs can do. And with the right processes in place and the right support, if you've built a million-dollar business, you can build a $10 million business. I prove it every day with my clients. So if you're in that category of entrepreneur, reach out to us. You can reach out through our website. You can reach out through Facebook. Um, there are very few entrepreneurs out there running million-dollar-plus businesses. So contact us directly, and we'd love to set up a call with you. Thanks for being here today.